<laughs> Why? Was that we're starting it off? <laughs> Fuck me. All right. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? And welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. And this is uh Will. What what do we call these types of episodes? Well, late night with HCS Pro Talk. There it is. Your next installment of late night. Um where things typically go more off the rails than usual because we're both tired. You just got off work. Uh-huh. But as you were telling me before we started recording, you were waiting in my garage, my, my uh, driveway for an hour. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was listening to the, the Minnesota Wild game and relaxing. Yeah, maxing, relaxing, being all yeah. cool while listening to some wild outside the school. Sure, yeah. I there had the cheerleading backed and everything. Oh, was- man, just full lounging. Yeah. That's great. Um, I was putting my daughter to bed because my wife works late on Wednesdays. So you were just hanging out and, uh, now we're here. Now we're here. Yep. Started from your car. Now we're here. Yeah. So my name is, uh, wait, I should fuck Jesus Christ. This is episode 181 for the week of May 2nd, because we would typically record this on Sundays, but, uh, oh, also, you know, Hey, uh, I know that we're, we're past it already, but, uh, may the fourth be with you. Yes. That's revenge of the fifth. You should have you should have said and also with you, but okay, that's fine. That's fine. Fuck you too. That's cool. <laughs> also, you know you know what's funny? Here's a joke for you. If yesterday was May the if yesterday was Star Wars Day, yeah, right. May the fourth be with you. And today is Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. Then what's tomorrow? Uh, what is it? It's not Revenge of the Fifth. It's Revenge today. of the Sixth. As in Sith. That's what the fifth is supposed to be. Revenge of the fifth. Is yeah. Like Revenge the of the sixth. Uh, what is this? There's a, there's what's a whole the seventh thing. will. I am the seventh. Like the Senate, but the seventh. <laughs> Jesus. Really? Oh, uh, my there's God. a whole thing. May. There's so like an actual like whole month of that shit. We're going off the rails already, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't even gotten an introductions yet. And we're talking about Star Wars stuff. Yeah, already. there's like the, the, there's a whole thing. Um, of course, the Google is just going to pull up today. Uh, God damn it, the Google. Um, I, while you look that up, I'll, I'll get shit started. Like I said, this episode 181 for the week of May 2nd, 2021. My name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire. And this week I'm joined by the man in the Halo Infinite t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you on this Wednesday late night? Doing fine. Great. Doing fine. (laughs) I'm glad to hear it. Uh, Fun fact. Mm -hmm. I watched a Nickelback watches old Nickelback music videos video. Okay. People give Nickelback too much shit. That's all I'll say. Sure. I have nothing against Nickelback. I mean, who the fuck, like, I think people just like to hate Nickelback to hate Nickelback, just like they hate Creed, you know? Who hates Creed? There's two two bands is like, why? Why would you want to hate them? They didn't do anything to you. I mean, hell, Chad Kroger, didn't he date? Uh, Avril Lavigne? Yeah. Yeah. All I have to say is, hey, Chad, why do you have to go and make things so complicated? 
Moving on. Will, would you like to know what's coming up on this week's show? Yes. GT Halo makes a grand return. We have Designing the Halo Esports Ecosystem. The sponsors article has released. The Money Tuesday champions have some challengers, and we get to de- we get to see whether or not they remained champions. The Europa Halo Spring Series 2v2 champions have been crowned. The results might surprise you. They won't. We have the Inside Infinite PC blog post to go through. Some good snippets in there for those who are wondering. And, of course, we round every show out with some video games at the end. Without further ado, Will, did you find anything regarding the May the 4th date? Um, I did see that it is Revenge of the 5th. I'm looking for the 6th and the 7th, and uh, nothing's really coming up. But I know I saw something. I I saw others. Anyway. The only reason why I said that is because today is also Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. So happy Cinco de Mayo to anybody that celebrates. Um, Hope you guys had a phenomenal day. Hope everybody had a phenomenal day. It's it's late night. We're a little steepies. But uh, we got some shit to talk about, so let's get into it. Well, let's get into some competitive news. Veronica is looking for some feedback. This is by Veronica over on Twitter, and I quote, Calling all the Halo ladies. If I held, not me, but Veronica, held a ladies 4v4 on Saturday, June 5th, who all would be interested thinking five or ten dollar buy-in and either vote on captains draft style tourney or vote on captains but individually randomize the teams one by one please give opinions so if you are a halo lady please go to the link in the google doc of the show notes of the show exclamation point show notes in chat go to the tweet and leave your comment as to what you would like to see then we have gt halo Announcing their very next event. One unlike any other, Will. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the GT Halo Spring Fling. Register with your partner to get paired with another duo for a 4v4 tournament like no other. On Halo MCC, every Halo will be included as you make new friends. Exclusive MCC nameplates on the line. You can register at the Google Doc within our Google Doc of the show notes of the show. <laughs> Exclamation point show notes in chat. Speaking of the man himself, Voodoo Man is in the chat. What's up, Martin? And I also I said it before and I'll say it again. New uh new GT Halo logo with the green and whatnot. Looking pretty fucking slick. You know what's weird, but always enjoy following along. Hey, not a problem at all. We appreciate you, sir. And what is up, Brian? Rage more nerd. What is going on? This is the time you can get behind. He likes the late night, Will. I guess so. Brian is a late night man. So yeah, uh, really fucking cool that all the Halos and MCC are being included in this. Uh, like all the ones with an actual multiplayer component are being included, obviously. So like ODST, no, but you, regardless, really fucking cool to see. Um, the fact that you're not able to run in with a four with a four piece 
just makes it more enticing as well because like you know there's some people out there who who want to get their four stack together for a Halo CE or Halo 2 whatever it may be and just run run shop but that's not going to be the case with this so really looking forward to what happens with this I love the graphic associated with it as well um I think it's fucking rad can't wait to see it uh also hashtag fireteam6 like number 6 one well the number 6 ix I don't know what that is, but okay. I mean, it's it's what's included. Oh. So, there's there's that. Designing the Halo eSports ecosystem. This is by Tashe. Welcome back. This is the fourth installment in our blog series, Designing the Halo eSports Ecosystem. The goal of this blog series is to detail how we are working to develop a healthy and sustainable ecosystem for Halo eSports. If you're interested in our philosophical approach to eSports as a fan, player, team, tournament organizer, or sponsor, then this blog series is for you. If you're hoping to learn specifics about format and roadmap, stay tuned. More info will be released as we get closer to the launch of Halo Infinite. So today we're going to talk about sponsors. Tashi, are you serious? Are we really talking about sponsors today? Yeah, we are. Why? Because sponsors in the ecosystem are critical. They're a key component that impacts everyone from fans to players to teams and everyone in between. So let's get into it. Why are sponsors important? Money. What? <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the article. Let's move on. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, um, if you're a team or tournament organizer or even a developer publisher like us, you're investing a significant amount of money when you're participating in esports. For example, as a team, you've got to pay players, coaches, managers, other support staff, and potentially more for things like team houses and facilities. Ultimately, each team needs to evaluate if the value they're getting from being part of an eSport is worth that investment. So as a team or tournament organizer, how are you able to make money? You're going to make me do it every oh, time. Oh, absolutely. Damn it. So I'm going to say again. So as a team or tournament organizer, how are you able to make money? <laughs> to ensure you can continue to participate in esports. <laughs> One of the main ways esports organizations generate revenue is through sponsorship. And as the architects of the Halo ecosystem, we are actively trying to make it easier for teams, tournament organizers, and others to deliver values to their sponsors. To be extra clear, the ecosystem does not work without sponsors. Our approach. For Halo Esports, we think about sponsors primarily in four different ways. How can we secure our own sponsorship for the HCS to help offset costs of operating the league? Staff, league events, paying tournament operators, etc. How can Halo help the people investing in the ecosystem, teams, tournament operators, etc., provide value to their sponsors? How can we connect the dots between sponsors and those invest investing in the ecosystem? And how can sponsors provide value to fans and players? Let's get into it. Generating revenue for 343 Industries is not the core reason why the HCS exists or why we decided to invest in Halo Esports. As mentioned in the first ecosystem blog, we want to provide epic entertainment to Halo fans around the world and we want to keep Halo fans interested in playing as well as watching. At the same time, therefore, we need to operate a responsible and sustainable ecosystem that can last for years and years. In terms of revenue, sponsors are one of the ways that we help create a sustainable ecosystem. Sometimes we reach out to sponsors to strike a deal, and sometimes sponsors reach out to us to strike a deal because they're excited about the league in Halo Infinite. 
We understand that sponsors are super critical for teams and tournament organizers, and even though those sponsors might not be directly sponsoring the HTS League, we still want to help where we can. Let's take teams for an example. Teams provide value to sponsors by fielding a roster in a game that has strong viewership, creating video and other social content, etc. And it all helps build awareness for the team's sponsors. The way we see it, the more we can help teams provide value to their sponsors, the more teams can continue to invest in Halo. So, for example, partner teams will have the option to place their own sponsors' logos in certain graphics during our official Infinite HCS broadcasts. Why is this helpful? Because now a team can go to their sponsors and say, here's the extra value that we're providing to you. It's great for sponsors, it's great for teams, and it's great for the league too. This also has an impact on players and fans. As more teams are able to sustain long-term participation in Halo, they in turn can keep salaried players on their rosters and can continue to produce entertainment and value for fans. It's all interconnected. We also want to help connect sponsors with the others in the ecosystem, teams, tournament operators, etc., as well as see where they might already overlap in terms of sponsorship. For example, if a tournament operator already has a partnership with a, with a sponsor and we're also interested in working with that sponsor, then it ends up being a great opportunity for extra collaboration with all three parties working together. This is just a small example of the one plus one equals three philosophy that is so important. And also that math is wrong. Lastly, working with sponsors for us is not about sticking a logo on a graphic and calling it good. It's important to us that our sponsors are driving real value to fans and players at our live events as well as online. For example, to deliver a great in-person experience, we want to partner with a monitor manufacturer that makes high-quality hardware that players on site will have a great competitive experience on. For other sponsors, we may want to create customized video content that we air on the broadcast and on social media that will entertain fans. This is a critical component to how we work with sponsors, and we think sponsors appreciate that approach as well. So in conclusion, we hope this blog painted a picture of why sponsors are so critical and how we are approaching working with sponsors. The examples today predominantly touched on teams and tournament organizers, but you can extrapolate the, the approach and philosophy to pro players and content creators as well. Sorry, Brian, there was no other money in that, uh, that article. I would have yelled it again. <laughs> Well, since you say it like that, so Will, I think you were right. It basically all comes down to money. There it is. There we go. And Will, that does it for the competitive news. Your upcoming tours of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo eSports needs. But uh, still, Will, what don't they have? Uh, merch, I believe. Merch it is. On Wednesday, May 5th, that's today, the EGL Halo 5 2v2 Slayer Cup is taking place. On Saturday, May 8th, the SWAT Nation Halo Forever is taking place as well. And then on Sunday, May 9th, Mother's Day. So, while yes, Great Halo competition is taking place on Sunday. Motherfuckers better be spending time with your moms. Or if you have a father figure who is a mother figure in your life, spend time with them. Show love to the guardians that you got. But on Sunday, May 9th, we have the EGL and Europa Halo Halo 5 4v4 Spring Series Week number one is taking place. 
They just finished their 2v2 spring series. It's on to the 4v4. And then the Kellogg's, they make processed food stuff. Their Halo 5 Esports Arena FFA qualifier number four is taking place. I think this is the last qualifier as well before we get into the 1v1s and we determine who the real, I mean, real champion is because we know that the real FFA is already taking place within the Blue Team Tournament's Road to Infinite series. So looking forward to the Halo CE qualifiers that are going to be kicking up eventually here. And that's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Make sure to go on to NoobCombo.com for all your Halo eSports needs, but still no merch. And also, hey, Maddie, I saw you sent a t-shirt to Tashi. Uh, one of the gray ones, you know. Mm -hmm. When the fuck is the new merch coming, Maddie? It's got to be with Infinite. I, Maddie! I fully believe it's with Infinite. All I'll say is, when it does launch, I'll expect a box at my door. <laughs> for both of us. Right? For both of us. Just kidding, Maddie. Just come out with it so I can fucking buy it. Please and thank you. All right. Will, with the upcoming tournaments out of the way, would you mind telling us about some tournament league recaps of the week while also hitting the button? Which one? The scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we got to do that. There's there's the news. <laughs> there's your upcoming tournaments. And that was that was recaps. Okay. <laughs> you know? This is a quick show. Yeah. Oh, man. Look how Woo. quick we flew through those segments. <laughs> you know? Um, it's late night. It's okay. I don't care. It's, I don't care. I just noticed it. Yeah. I, <laughs> what do we got for the tournament needs, league recaps? Maybe, maybe this needs to be more in my view. Ooh, we can over. do that. We can. We can. We have the power to move things on the set as we see fit. Yeah, yeah you know. We do. We we can do that. Let's get this out of my face. There we go. No competitive Boom. news confirmed. It's it's a true statement. We don't what? What is the show? What are we doing here? I was gonna say I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. What's up? What's up, Lanky Sasquatch? Eric, my man, what's going on? All right. Should we actually get into these uh tournament league recaps? Of the week. All right. Uh, we'll start off with the EGL and Europa Halo, Halo 5, 2v2 Spring Series. This is the week three results. In fourth place, we had, um, what is this name? Michael Sardou, which was Zerthos and Mata or Mata. Divine Mind was Fireboy and Sticker coming in third. Second was Dave's Adopted Son. Love that name. Sanart and Shiesty. And then first place went to, uh, believe it or not, Cartel 2s. <laughs> What? Uh, Shady and Legend. or yeah. But will they win the championship? That's I the question. Bet they will. Don't give it away. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have the Kellogg's Halo 5 Esports Arena FFA qualifier number two. In sixth place, we had Boobadoobo. Fifth was Trippy. Fourth, Renegade. Third, Sab. Second, Vemzy. And first went to Envor. Congratulations, Envor. Yeah, yeah. Next up, Blue Team Tournament's Rainbow Road Halo Reach FFA Championship. In eighth place, we had Cycle. Seventh was Douglas Vance. Sixth, uh, Jeet Kundu. Fifth, Munoz. Fourth, I Mista. Third went to uh, Okulu. Second, Porky J. And first, King Nick. So, Bada -da. 
Es Take a look at my girlfriend. She's the only one I got. Um, <laughs> late night. So, uh, in terms of the blue team tournaments tournament that took place, uh, King Nick is officially invited to the Infinite Championship that's going to be taking place. Yep. Porky J and Akulu, um, they and Mista get lottery tickets to get that potential like last spot. So there you go. Yes, that is it. All right, moving on. Pen Halo, Halo 3, 2v2, number one results. A lot of 2v2s going on. The two, Hey, that Money Tuesday was a fucking, you know, sent waves. Straight banger. <laughs> Fourth place went to the forgetful hummingbirds. Nikoski and Bob the Demigod. Third went to... Uh, Ty Gilk, which is Tylenol and Gilkey. Second went to Indignation, which was Rob the Turtle and Stan Paradigm. I think it's Indignation. Indignation. Yeah. Sure. First went to uh, Ray Noob, which was Rain and Ryan Noob. There you go. I still love how easy that name is. Which one? Ray Noob. It's oh, just Ray Noob? perfect yeah. for that. That works. It's it great. works. All right. We're going to, we're going to, yeah, no, okay, we'll roll with through this now. Yeah. Uh, Louis V. Titans, Money Tuesday's open tournament. So this happened before yesterday. everything. Yeah, yesterday. Yep. So in fourth place, we had Boobadoobill and Falcated. Third, taking home 50 bucks with Spartan and Penguin. Second, taking home 150 bucks, Tapping Buttons and Trippy. And first went to Vemzy and Pyretic, taking home 300 bucks. Um, I thought Tapping Buttons and Trippy were looking pretty good up until... Up until they didn't take it. So there are, there are, there are thoughts on one of the individuals that won. We we've talked about many times on the show, and people have talked many times on Twitter about. I'm not going to rehash here because I don't need to, but yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Moving on. Halo Australia H3 MCC 44 draft tournament. In fourth place, we had Carnage, Sissy, Compact, and Kev. Kevy, sorry. Third went to, uh, is it Fosi, Barcode, uh, VB Mental, and Triside. Second went to Shroom, Practicaler, Practicalair, Practic. Uh, dingus and uh, no hope for if they literally just didn't have the r in that name yeah. would it just made it better like what oh okay and then first went to a bandit jelly bean i'm gonna go with sanctor and evolves you know what i hope that f-o-c-c-y is what hope it's focky focky <laughs> sure that would be it's, good i just want it to be it might be Fochi. Like CC's like CC makes the ch noise, doesn't it? Does it? I don't know. I want it to be Focky. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> right. Then we did have the EGL and Europa Halo. Halo 5 2v2 Spring Series finals results. Let me get the graphic here. I wonder what it, happened. Uh well, you might <laughs> <laughs> You might be able to guess. I'll run through with the full 
first through eighth tier. So sure. in seventh through eighth, we had tier three, which was, uh, it looks like newbie and Chronozer. Yep. The next seventh through eighth place team, uh, Michael Sardou, which was Zerthos and Mata. Fifth through sixth, we had late bloomers, which included Undy Tanza and Here's to Know, or now. And then Demonica Esports, Savior and Rinix. In fourth place, we had Dave's Adopted Son, Sanart and Shiesty. Third went to Divine Mind, Fireboy and Sticka. Second to Cat Fox. I still <laughs> love it. I still love it because any you say that team name to anybody else it be who who doesn't look at this. Yeah. They're like, oh, Cat Fox. Like, who cares? FOX. Like, who gives a shit? No, no, no. No, no, no. Go check it out. It was Marina Mista, and then first place went to Cartel 2. No, Who to guess? Because they won them all. It went 9-0 and in map count, too. Yep. They, and they, I think they went 10-0 and in map count the last... Oh, my they God. Did. They literally went undefeated they did. the undefeated. entire time. No one could beat them. Jesus Christ. Insane. The question... Like, I, I know I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Like, who... Because the 4v4 starts this weekend. So... Can anybody beat? Is this a Bound and Renegade situation with twos where it's like nobody can fucking beat them? It possibly could be. Oh, oh my God. It's fucking crazy. Come on. <laughs> Come on, EU Halo players. I want to see. Just fucking give them. Give, try to give them a run for their money. I know you guys got the skill. Like, come on. They can't be the only. There's no way. They can't be the only best players. No way. All right, moving on to Kellogg's Halo 5 Esports Arena. FFA qualifier number three. In eighth place, we had Sab, seventh, Ma, Moosh. Sixth was Scariotic. Fifth, Soul Snipe. Manny was fourth. Boobadoo came in third. Second went to Stellar. And first is Renegade. Renegade. Yes, sir. And then the one that took place yesterday. Yesterday. It was Bound and Renegade versus Vemzine Pyretic and Louis V. Titans. $1,500. Yeah. Uh, $1,500 yeah. money Tuesdays. And here's the results. Yes. Game one, 25-17 going to Bound and Renegade. Wow. Game two, a little closer. 25-21 going to Bound and Renegade. The rest of them are pretty close, to be honest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Game three, 25-23 Bound and Renegade. Game four, 25-21 Vemzy and Pyretic. Nice. Okay. They take one game. Yep. Come back starting. And then it's 25-21 Bound and Renegade in game five. Take it home. So, yeah. Bound and Renegade still undefeated. They are. They are still undefeated in Money Tuesday events. And then in the tweet that uh, LVT put out after the fact, uh, Maddie had a really good suggestion on there in terms of like splitting them up. Yeah. And then having them pick their teammate. And then they go up against each other with their new teammate. And like who who's who's just the better? I mean, because nobody else can nobody can beat them. Yeah. Like you literally had this open tournament to determine who could beat them. And no one could. No one could. They got one game off them. Like that's holy shit. Yep. Now, for what it's worth, Spartan did say that um he wasn't feeling good at all. I think because he got his second COVID shot. So like he was just fucking wiped out. And that obviously doesn't help in it, and especially in a tournament scenario. So I feel for him there. Yeah. Um. So maybe the results would have been different if he was at full capacity. But like, man, that Bound and Renegade man, they're just 
They're on, enough, they're on a different level right now. It's insane. And, and then people were like, well, what if we got Shotzi back? And it's like, well, Shotzi has been playing COD for so long. I don't think he... I mean, yeah. he he's come back. He's streamed Halo 5. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know if he would be at the level of, well, these guys are still playing no matter what. Yeah. Um, he might yeah, he might have to knock some rust off. Yeah. He's still got the skill. There's no doubt about it. It's just how long would it take for him to get up to that? And you, you figure, you know, it's bound in Renegade. That was his teammate in Renegade. Right. Who does he pick up? Eco. Eco? Frost. Or Stellar. Maybe he brings Frosty. He goes with Frosty and get the two. You could. Two create, like. And Frosty's been playing H5 too, so. Yeah. Why not? I was just I'm, thinking, like, it, it, in the Eco and Stellar scenario, they're also teammates, like, yeah, because yeah. that was Splice. I would honestly like to see a Shotzi and Saiyan combo. That'd be cool. Because Saiyan really knows, like, when I watch Saiyan stream, he knows positioning so well. Yeah. And when you have Shotzi who could fly, if Saiyan is holding those positions really well and Shotzi's able to fly around the map while Saiyan holds... I, I think that's a really dynamic duo right there. Be sick as fuck. So bring them back. That's my that's my vote for who can beat Bound and Renegade right now. Would be Shotzi and Saiyan. I mean, we're gonna talk about the Dallas Empire later on in the show, so stay tuned for that. But uh, uh, D- uh Jesus, Dave Brian says, uh, getting my second shot next week. Heard nothing but horror stories about the day after. I get mine tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um. There's a reason why the show was delayed. Yeah. And that's because I got mine on Saturday last week. And yeah, I was, I mean, you can ask my wife. I was completely out on Sunday there. I couldn't, I could barely move. Um, but it is funny because it like the, everybody who says like, oh, it's like typically 48 hours. That's exactly what it was. I was telling Will about this. It's like a light switch where after that 48 hours, I literally woke up Monday morning. I got a good night's sleep on Sunday. I woke up Monday morning feeling like nothing had happened. It was insane. So, like, you said, you already took out the day at work. Good. Yeah, that's absolutely what you should do. Um, but, yeah, I've also, for what it's worth, though, and I told Will this, too, I've heard and I have coworkers that got their second shot and they didn't have any side effects whatsoever. So, it really just depends. Yeah. It just depends. So, wishing you the best. Will, I wish you the best as well. Uh, Will, you had COVID. I did. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll have to, have wait to wait and see. see. God damn it. <laughs> In the worst way possible. Yes. Um, but Bound and Renegade. Yes. I like the idea of a Shotzi and Saiyan teaming up and try to take them down. We just need, we would need to get Shotzi to just like take a weekend or like a week. It'd be like, hey, you can't practice. I yeah. know Major's coming up, but fuck you. You got to come over here and you got to compete over here for a second. Give your Halo fans another go. Well, hey, when Cod League is ramping up for the next game and shut down for a month or two, maybe he can, uh, you know, pop over and say, what's up? I was going to say, I mean, LVT, uh, Louis V. Titan himself, he said that they want to keep these going. So, and yeah, I mean, we will have infinite at that point in time, hopefully, right? Um, Sledgehammer is working on the next Call of Duty, so we'll see what comes from that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was watching. Uh, it's funny. I was watching. Um, the fuck was it? Some of the 
so Upcomber, I know I talked about them before, but they put out a newer video where it's like the, the top five um, esports retirements that like made us cry. I'm like, I don't know why I'd cry at a retirement, but whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, and one of them was Karma. And it was, it was a player who you never thought would retire when he did, right? And I saw some old... I think it was advanced warfare gameplay, like where, where you have the wall running and, and whatnot. And like, it's just, it just looked, I don't know. It just looked energetic. It looked fun. And people were saying like the, the jetpacks were some of the best thing that it ever had in, in terms of the competitive space. So it's like, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah, I we'll, we'll still have to, as we said before, we'll have to wait and see if anybody can take down Bound and Renegade, or if I, I like Maddie's idea of splitting them apart and making them create two separate teams to face off against each other. So what if they did like they had a, they had like a comp, another, another open tournament, right? Yep. And the top two, this is going to sound really weird, but whoever wins that tournament splits, splits and then you have Bound and Renegade do a 1v1 who gets their pick of the player Ooh. first. Okay. Just do like a short, uh, you know, seven seven map series of a one v one. There you go. Again, bound versus a seven right. map one v one series. Yeah. Holy shit! Just do like you know, fifteen kills. Nah, five. Five. Fuck that. F- I'm not sitting through fifteen kills of bullshit for seven maps. One v ones are all about spawn control, basically, and fucking camping. Yeah, yeah. It's just, but. No, that'd be fun to watch. Or just have Two of the a, best in the game. Have them do a one v one to determine who's the the like the best of the was, best. That that was that was another one of the suggestions in the Twitter thread. So, mm. could definitely see that happening too. We'll have to wait and see. I'm excited though. It's these Monday Tuesday events are great, and it it just shines a different light on the competitive aspect of the game. I you know it's 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 called Money Tuesdays. Yeah, and they they are providing a prize pool, but. I would like to see something come into play. Now, it, fictional points that each player puts on their series and they try to, like, basically, you know, if they think they're going to lose the match, they just don't bet their points. But if they, they think they're going to win, they bet this many points and that's how much they well, you know move what's up the leaderboards and stuff like that. So I get where you're coming from. They do that with channel points in that channel. For yeah, Twitch, yeah, where you can bet your channel points on well, right. who you think is going to win the game. Well, you're calling it Money Tuesdays. Have something online for the players. Well, that's that's what it started out as, right? It like Money Twos, Money Eights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and those still go on. Exactly, exactly. So it's it just yeah, it's making a more a more a regulated, I guess you could say. Yeah. Version of the format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the name sticks so well too. You know. Money Tuesday. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's just so good. Will. Yeah. Shall we get into some regular news? Halo, the Master Chief Collection patch notes for April 2021 and the custom game browser scale test. It's by Halo Support. I'm not going to read it. You can go read it yourself. MCC development and flighting updates is by Postums. Starting next Wednesday, which is today, Halo 3 team doubles will be rotating out for Halo 3 hardcore doubles. We have heard a lot of feedback of wanting both, so we plan to rotate these two playlists in and out for each other moving forward. Okay. 
Continuing our PC gaming journey in 2021 and beyond. This is by Matt Booty, head of Xbox Game Studios. That is his actual name. Yes, it is funny every time. He's got to get a lot of jokes that he's just shaking his head at constantly. Oh, I mean, I bet. I mean, I know he's not listening to this, but I bet if he did listen to this, he'd be shaking his head right there too. Yeah. Doesn't make it any less funny. No. So... We know many of you... Now, I trimmed the fuck out of this, okay? I just included, like, the main points I wanted to include. So, we know many of you play across more than just your PC, including on Xbox and mobile. That's why we're excited to announce Halo Infinite will support multiplayer crossplay and cross-progression when it releases later this year. That means if you're playing on PC, you can play with your friends on Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S. It also means that your multiplayer customization and progress will follow you across all platforms. No. Am I wrong in thinking that this was already out? That we knew about this? I don't think you're wrong. I don't think it was 100% confirmed. Okay. Like, I think they had always stated that it was, like, it was hinted at, but I don't think it was ever fully stated. Yeah, because when this information came out, I was like... Yeah, I feel, everybody I feel already like, knew that, right? I feel like, yeah, I feel like that was just going to happen anyway. Like, right. what, what's the big deal? Like, I thought that was in the plan. So we knew that multiplayer would be free to play. And I think it was just an assumption that, like, you're going to do that, right? Like, you're yeah. just going to make it crossplay. So we're going to get into it in the next news article, that we're, which is the big one that we're going to talk about. But I really want to hit this point home right now, and I want you to keep it in the back of your head, Okay. That didn't say anything about campaign. Oh, true. Okay. That said literally multiplayer. It did. So when I go through the next article, and again, I trimmed that down too, but I did read the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. I want you to tell me if it sounds like campaigns included. Okay. okay? All right. So within this same article, there are also millions of people opting to use their Xbox Game Pass membership to play. We launched Halo the Master Chief Collection at the end of 2019 on the PC as part of Xbox Game Pass for PC. Since then, over 10 million players have played it, with the vast majority of them being brand new to the franchise. I thought you'd get a kick out of that stat. That's... A, that seems huge. And B, what does vast majority mean? Are we talking like 60%? Right. Like, I want to know what vast majority means. I'm not trying to knock it. I think that's phenomenal because, I mean, this is the first time they've all been on PC. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious, like... Together, by the way. I'm not talking about do, Halo 1 and Halo 2 Vista, so don't how do they, come at me. How do they quantify new? Because right. if your Steam account has obviously never played a Halo game before, you might be an old player that's now a new player. Sure. How do like, you, how do you, how, what if you don't have your, what if you don't have, what if you have a new Xbox live account because you forgot your password for your old one, right? What if you don't have them? What if you never had them? Yeah. What if you just have a different account and you just didn't link them or whatever? I don't know. I, I want to know what that vast majority means. And again, I'm not trying to shit on this stat. It's like, no, it's, it's huge. That is great. If, if true, Right. Yeah. Because we were talking about this. This is one of the things we talked about a long time ago when MCC was being announced for PC is, well, how many people is this actually going to bring in? Yeah. Right? Is this really going to make a difference? But, 
I mean, 10 million players playing it, have played it, that's a big number. What's the retention rate? That's what I want to know. Um, Rage says, I think vast majority means like 90% plus, but that seems like crazy stat if true, right? That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. And like I said, I want to know what the retention rate is. How many, and I bet we could, I bet like SteamDB has this information or whatever, if they're still up to date, but like, what are the, what are the, what are the monthly playing numbers or weekly playing numbers for MCC on PC? I'm not talking about individual games within the, within the thing. I want to know like just entirely, but. And Rage is right. Uh, vast majority, the actual definition means 90% or higher unless it's unanimous, obviously. So how, okay. But then it comes back to how do they quantify that? Right? Like, like you were mentioning. How, how the hell am I still bad if 90% of the players are brand new? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> we regularly work on features and functionality that improves and or allows for a more customized experience like Xbox Game Bar. We're also bringing more quality of life improvements to PC gamers, including improved install reliability and faster download speeds over the next few months. We look forward to sharing more details on that soon. As part of our commitment to empower every PC game creator to achieve more, Starting on August 1st, the developer share of Microsoft Store PC game sales net revenue will increase to 88% from 70%. So therefore, this is a fancy way, if we literally flip the numbers around, right? Mm -hmm. This is literally a fancy way of saying Microsoft will no longer take a 30% cut, but instead a 12% cut. Okay. The reason why that is a big deal is because look at Steam, look at Apple, look at Epic, look at all of these other storefronts, look at their revenue share, so on and so forth, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Inside Infinite. Now, remember the question I said. Uh -huh. I did not see campaign listed in that other article for cross-play and cross-progression, Okay. I want you to tell me if you see anything or hear anything like that when I read this. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is the Inside Infinite for April 2021 blog post on Halo Waypoint. This is by 343 Industries. Again, I trimmed this down for the context of this show's content. If you want a full deep dive on everything that is within the article, you can more than likely check out Podcast Evolved. You can check out Podtacular. You can check out... Um, why the fuck am I forgetting his name? Halo Cannon. You can check that out as well. Pulled out a full video on it too. Let's get into it. We've spent a great deal of time in these blogs learning about the vision and goals for each team. As the team focused on the PC version of Halo Infinite, what's your vision? Micro, Micro Mero stated, I'm passionate about giving players what they want taking a great game and making it run the way PC gamers want to play, honoring the hard work they put into their rigs, the setting customization they expect to see, and welcoming all new players who might not have played Halo before if they're not console players. It is our goal for PC to work harmoniously with console players so you can easily play with your friends regardless of platform. It's honestly a fun challenge to make something both so customizable and advanced yet accessible and cross-platform at the same time. An example of honoring those high-end PCs is creating ultra-graphic uh, quality presets so the best PC hardware can make the game look amazing and offer an incredible PC experience. For enthusiast features and customi uh, customizability, we have very good ultra-wide and super ultra-wide support 
triple key binds and support a wide range of input devices. You can play the game on PC using a non-Xbox controller or with a mouse and keyboard when you're playing on console. Advanced sensitivity and acceleration sliders for your mouse. There's so much we're working on and we have plenty of ideas for features after the, after the initial launch as well. To make the game cross-platform, we go through great pains to ensure you have a great com you have a competitive experience on any device. So things like your field of view settings, which are more standard on PC, are also available on console. Lastly, in order to make the game accessible and cross-platform, we try to strike a balance where we're not overwhelming players with settings, but provide a core group of settings on all platforms. Players can tweak things like full screen effects to reduce motion sickness or photosensitivity, for example. And we want a safe place to play, which means minimizing harassment or cheating. So there are many considerations and several impact the overall game design for the sake of living up to the expectation of PC players, which is what we mean when we say it's not a port. It's built with PC in mind. So in that, there's no campaign or multiplayer specifically stated no the only thing that is said that makes me think still it's multiplayer only is that they say they want to make it uh in terms of competitive well they say to make you can have a competitive experience on any device so that just makes me think they're referencing console versus pc where like if you take just Let's take PUBG for an example. They want, like, PUBG on console doesn't have a field of view slider. doesn't have all these, like, remap your, your controller. It doesn't right. have any of that. I right. think they're just trying to say they want the console version to be competitive with the PC version. That's what I'm taking from it, at least. I can, I can appreciate that. What opportunities and challenges have you faced building a native, first-class PC experience for a long-standing console game like Halo? Jeff Guy states, building a native first-class PC experience for Infinite meant convincing some brilliant console developers that these quirky features they never cared about are hugely important to PC players. This job is at times equal parts educator and PC hype man. As an example, I might need to convince someone that even though 21 by 9 ultra wide doesn't exist on console, it's a very important thing to PC players and we should design our content natively for it. There's also a ton of preventative problem solving. Things like making sure our gameplay is nice with specific families of hardware or fighting hard to ensure that we don't add intrusive DRM to our game. The problem with preventative problem solving, though, is you never see the crisis averted. Fortunately, 343 knows how to make a great Halo game. It's important to call out that the MCC team has done fantastic work pioneering Halo on PC. The Infinite PC team has a huge opportunity to learn from the challenges and wins MCC has faced, and we're paying close attention. The big thing I took away from that was no intrusive DRM. That's awesome. When building a, PC, a game for PC, I can imagine there's a great deal of things to consider, be it graphics card uh, families, monitor sizes, input devices, refresh rates, and that's just scratching the surface. What features can PC players look forward to when firing up Infinite? So I'm not going to say who all these came from. I'm just going to list them. A buttery smooth experience on mouse and keyboard. Ultra wide, 21 by 9, 32 by 9, and beyond. Support for everything. In-game, narrative moments, menus, the works. Wow. And if you see the screenshots that they include in that article, holy fuck. 
display settings, refresh rates, triple keybinds, advanced graphic options that you would expect, and the ability to, to dynamically scale resolution to maintain frame rate and competitiveness. The ability to play with your friends regardless of what platform you, are, you or they are on. Steam, Xbox, Game Pass, or PC, everyone can play together. So again, that didn't specifically state it, but it leads towards everything. We plan to build upon Infinite for years into the future. So managing content for the game in a native and familiar way to each different platform we're releasing on. Joining your friends through Xbox Live, Steam, Discord, making it convenient to get into a match regardless of which platform your friends are on. There's also options like showing FPS and ping in an overlay or hiding the HUD entirely if you want to make some nice screenshots or overlay your own thing while streaming. There's a lot of options and settings I don't want to talk about just yet, uh, but we have more we're working on and many ideas for the future as well. So the Discord thing is what piqued a lot of people's interest when reading through this the first time. And I failed to include it in this in the show notes here, but Sony just announced a partnership with Discord because Discord's like, we're not selling anymore. Yeah, because they were in talks with Microsoft. They were. So I know I didn't include it, but I'm going to hit on it here. And this is, I'm not a fanboy by any means necessary. I just want to make sure that like the information is correct that's out there. Sony announced a partnership. They didn't announce a buyout. They are not purchasing Discord, okay? That would have been the headline if that's what was taking place. Yes. So they are announcing a partnership. And it also didn't say anywhere that this partnership was exclusive. So the question is, based off of information within this article as well, what sort of Discord integration is going to be taking place across the board? Do you think, because all the news articles that came out said... Microsoft looks to purchase Discord. Maybe Discord wasn't looking for a buyer. Maybe they were just looking for a, a partnership. And when Microsoft... A bigger revenue stream. Maybe Microsoft, being the giant company they are, were like, huh, let's just buy them. We want to own them, yeah. We want this to be for us. And I, when talk suddenly stopped, that may have been when Sony came into the picture. Yep. Or Sony was already in the picture, and they were like, we want to create... like." Let's be real. Sometimes parties on Xbox or Sony don't always sound the great. Sure. I feel like Discord has done a damn good job. Absolutely. Why not put Discord on the consoles somehow and have that be the party system? That's what everybody's been wanting. Yes. That's how, what everybody's been wanting. How awesome would that be? Uh, having a Discord overlay in your game as well so you can see the heads or the, the bubbles so you yep. can see who's talking and whatnot. Like It's just little things that you do, you're surprised that they don't exist right now. Why the fuck aren't they in the game yet? Yeah. Or in the in the console yet. So yes, I agree. Hopefully, bigger and better things to come. Halo Infinite has been built from day one for the PC, from the ground up. What sort of experiences have helped guide you on your path to make this a strong start? Jeff states, I have experience bringing AAA FPS games to PC, but each time it's a new thing. The needs of PC gamers and our, and our developers right now are completely different from the needs of even a few years ago. This has been an amazing learning experience so far. Um, hold on one second. Mike states, I'm new here. <laughs> Jeff laughs, jokes aside, and I loved this statement because of you, Will, and you coming into the franchise with Halo 5, okay? Jeff states, well, jokes aside, 
Mike's perspective makes him uh, fight for things that are typically not done. There have been a couple occasions where Mike asking why sent me tumbling down the rabbit hole. The result of all this is that we tend to aim for the moon and we've blasted down a few old barriers on the way. So the, the reason why I like that is because a lot of these, Oh, I want my classic halo only. And they're fucking getting away from that. Meh, 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 meh. It's you adapt or die. It's the thing we've talked about consistently. You coming in the, into the franchise with halo five primarily brings a fresh perspective to the franchise as a whole, because you like the more faster paced combat that's taking place. Yeah. And when you go back and you watch those old, like it, even recent Halo three events and whatnot, it just feels slow. So it's, it, I just, I love that statement that Jeff's like, no, it, it's fine that you're new. You, you bring a different outlook to the entire experience and that's what's needed. Um, so I just thought that was great. And then Mike also states, I'm really critical of, of my work, and every time I propose a feature or a solution to something, I step back and think, as a gamer who doesn't give the game the benefit of the doubt, does this suck? Does it do what I need? Is this how I want it to work? Jeff and I are absolutely the customers of the PC-centric experience that we're building, and 99% of the time, we know the playtest feedback before we even get the results. So we're very in tune with how the PC features we're building will be received. I really joined to make the best experience possible. I want this to be a spectacle. I look at the cream of the crop games releasing on PC, and that's my minimum bar. Typically, when friends want to game together, there's the, what version of the game do you play? Conversation that happens before they can link up. With Halo Infinite launching for Xbox and PC, how will players be able to link up? Mike states again, Xbox Live, Steam, Discord, both in-game and out-of-game invites. Jeff states, we actually allow you to host a local multiplayer server on your PC. Other players on your LAN, both PC and Xbox, are able to join your local server and play infinite multiplayer with you. We also have both ranked and unranked matchmaking playlists where PC and Xbox can play together online. Mike states, social playlists and custom matches are open to all. You can play on any platform and any device you with anyone you like. For ranked matches, we plan to restrict competitive playlist based on input type, not console versus PC. That's because we believe the input is the biggest differentiator in gameplay ability with things like aim assist on the controller or the precision of sniping with a mouse. You can play with a controller on your PC to play ranked with your console friends or even mouse and keyboard on your console to play ranked with your PC friends. So this is a big contention point. Yeah, I'm. I'm for it though. You are. I am. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm on their side with this because competitive integrity. We'll just we talk about it. It is a competitive playlist. I know there's talks of like people who like the competitive settings who aren't actually sweats, who want to play just with their pre their friends with the competitive settings, but. That's, I don't know. That's, Can I throw an example out to you? Yeah. That it works the way, the opposite way of what they're doing? With all inputs based? Yep. Sure. This is going to be a dumb example, but just, it is one. Apex Legends. Snipe down plays on a controller. 
He is one of the top professional players in the game. Now, I know this is an outlier situation, so hear me out. But it is an example where they work, quote, like, harmoniously to quote. I, I think Sight Out even said that. Mm. It's the one, it, it's the, right? That's like the one true example that I have. Because Call of Duty. Now, let me ask you this. Like, go ahead. Um, there's with apex, there is aim assist. Yes. Slightly. Yes. But with the, the movement in apex versus halo, I feel like it's a, it's a completely different story. You talk about like halo three trying to out BR someone that has a controller and you're on mouse and keyboard in the close range. It's not happening. Long range. Maybe. Sure. Okay. Yeah. It, MCC. Uh, so here's, okay. My rebuttal to that. It now. Halo three was not built with the PC in mind. Yes. Sure. It had been rebuilt. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's still not a hundred percent. Infinite is being built from the ground up for both. Like I'm torn on this because I agree. Competitive integrity is huge. We talk about it all the time, right? It's the point of our show, but I also am not the biggest fan of splitting player bases. Um, especially if your friend that you want to play ranked with has a preference on their input. That's not your same preference that I think that's the kicker for me, not necessarily just splitting up the player base in general, but the fact that like, this is going to sound stupid because it doesn't technically exist, but let's say we're playing Valorant, right? Mm -hmm. I am mainly a controller player on every other game. And this is completely hypothetical. I'm not talking about with mods or anything like that, but let's say Valorant had native controller support, but I couldn't play with you unless I was playing on mouse and keyboard. It's that, that situation. I'd be like, ah, fuck. What do I do? Do I just suck it up and play with mouse and keyboard? I mean, we really don't play ranked in Valorant anyway. We no, just I'm, I'm, I'm just, I was just trying to provide like a reasoning as to my thinking. Sure. But no, in terms of competitive integrity, we don't, for what it's worth, we don't even know how it plays yet. Yeah. We haven't seen it. What if it is projectile shooting? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, um, we, we just have, we haven't seen it. We yes. don't know. I see both sides of the coin a little bit here, but sure. I, I am fine with what's going on to keep that competitive integrity because it's a competitive playlist. And yes, this is just ranked only. It is just ranked only. Yes. And that's like, so I could imagine if it didn't matter, like people playing the game on their controller until they get the sniper, then switching to mouse and keyboard. Cause that's able to be done in some games if they don't a lot, right. you know? Right. Agreed. And, yeah. They lock well, you in your input. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Um, I, I get it, but, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough, right? It is tough. We, 
This I, is like whew. Because what we don't even know To be honest, should we we should just be like think about before 2020. Yeah. This crossplay shit didn't happen every uh, barely it wasn't barely a happened. Thing. It really wasn't a thing. We should yeah. be happy that PC players can play with controllers. Right. Is this a situation where it's like just fucking count your blessings? Like just don't. It, you know, I mean, why, why, why aren't we? You know. No, um, I agree. I, I, I'm, that's the thing too. Is that we we're we're not shitting anybody's opinion whether they like it or not. It's it's just you're right. This this didn't exist before. But and then I can already see it and I can already hear it. The people coming in like, well, why are we settling? You know, why should we settle for what we have right now? We should always try to go more. So then, how how about this? PC players don't get aim assist or mouse and keyboard. Take it away from controllers for competitive. You want your aim to be that good on a controller? Then take it away. That was what I mean. I think people have been talking about that. It's because that's the main problem, right? Can I ask a really dumb question? Is there is there a console game out there that doesn't have aim assist? Is there a console shooter? Just period. Is there a console shooter without aim assist? Not that not a competitive one that I know about. I'm not gonna. I, I won't look like, it up here. If, if it, anybody knows, it, let me know. You get it with Call of Duty, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. You get it with Halo as it is now. Yep. Um, just because movement speed, you have to you have to compensate because it's not a, it's not you don't have the the direct control of a mouse. Mm-hmm. You just don't with an analog stick. You don't, you have, don't the, have the direct yeah, precision you, with a mouse. Right. So it's you have to compensate somehow, and that compensation is auto is uh is. Yeah, aim assist. Aim but, assist. I was gonna say auto aim, like no. But but in a setting where there's completely no aim assist for one player, and a little bit for another, that could be that competitive right. advantage. It's just for me, my problem is if they took it away completely from controller players, right? The problem then would be you don't have the precision of a mouse on your analog stick. Yeah, so why not split the player base so that the controllers are even and the, the PCs are even? I, I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. So I'm back to square one yes, here. Yes, exactly. It's, it's, it's tough because I don't think you take... Yeah, I don't think no. you take away the aim assist. It's just, are they able to... We already know what they're doing. Like it's it's so, clearly put. So here. this is what I'm gonna say. I feel like they they're going through all this very meticulously. Yeah, they've had to tested like ha- had to have tested oh, the, the shit out, out of it. it. Yeah, yeah. And maybe they found that there's no good balance, no matter the tuning. Right. With keyboard and mouse. Yep. To controller in a competitive setting, and this is the best we're gonna get with what we have with the game. Right. I was gonna. One of my suggestions was gonna be, why don't you just limit this to like the the HCS playlist that exists. And then I thought about it. I'm like, we don't even know if they're going to restrict play to controller only. You know what I mean? Sure. Because I'm like, guaranteed. Just like, uh, just like Cod League. Yeah, the Cod League. They're on PC, but it's they're all. They're playing controller. It's all controller. Yep. You can use any league approved controller you want, but it has to be a controller. Yep. So the question is with Infinite Esports, right? With the HCS scene, do they limit it? Like, are they going to be playing on PCs? With controller only, are they going to be playing on Series X's controller only? Or are you going to be able to pick? Because based on that, I don't think you'd be able to pick. I think it'd be hard one or the other. I honestly, so. It has to be controller though. Yeah, it's for me, competitive is going to be on controller. I believe it is going to be Series X. Okay. 
just for the fact, HTS, I don't believe, can make every player go out and purchase a PC. True. Right? True. But they wouldn't they wouldn't make you because they'd provide the they'd provide the PC or the console at the event. At the event. True. But if it's online, yeah, all we, bets are if, off. If we're not Players aren't getting that shit unless they're orcs so for it. Right, right, right. And here's the thing. Yes, HES will provide everything at the event. Yes. It sounds like we're moving towards live events. Soon-ish. Soon-ish. Yeah, first one apparently this year. And based off the sounds of it, November, December. Yeah. All speculation, by the way. All speculation. Tashi so, said if it's not safe, it will not happen. So with crossplay being between... PC and Xbox. Yes. It doesn't matter what the player has at home as long as they're like able to play. Is they able to play? Yep. It's just going to be probably restricted by input. Yep. So, but probably the thing is, too, if you built a beast $3,000 PC that can push 240 frames and all of a sudden you go back to the Series X and you're playing. Well, we don't know what it's capable of. We, oh, that's true. We don't know. It's, we don't know if that is going to be, well, for what it's worth. 4K 60 would be the highest on on 4K 120 would be the highest. TVs can output at 120 with HDMI 2.1 capabilities. But does the Xbox itself that fuck cuz it says 4K 60 on the box. Right. We could do 144 120 with the Sure. which would I think is a good balance. Get 1440p monitors for your stations. Not bad. Yep. I th- I think to keep consistency, we're on the Series X at a live event. Okay. Microsoft Box, Microsoft Esport. <laughs> you know. I don't. I don't. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not against that. I'm not against that. Or you could say, you know, if it if it's computers. Uh, Windows has a uh, you know is a giant Microsoft product that they then <laughs> it's true statement yeah uh, I guess you go either way with that so so active um, up and coming caster as well and content creator he stated this is on the 29th okay this is after this article came out okay he said ranked playlists will be input based I feel like this needs to be touched on a bit will input based rank match making be the only option or can you turn it off so you can play with all inputs. And then put the hashtag ask three four three to see if it could be answered in a video. Yeah. Right. Fuck it, I'll ask you to. You want to hit the uni button for me? Oh. Unishek. Stated. I'll see if we can elaborate on this some more. I just ask that you not go full doom and gloom until you have all the information. Okay. So there could be more to this that we don't know about. Exactly. It sounds like it. It really sounds like it. Absolutely. It's just, and Uni has said multiple times that like the point of these blog posts is that is to try to give you as much information as possible, but sometimes they miss the mark a little bit. Yeah. And that's what the video is for. The video is to ex- extrapolate further on questions that the community has in regards to said article. So that video is going to be coming soon. And obviously we'll talk about it in terms of our show when it releases. So just stay tuned for that. But as of right now, we can only go based off of what we have. Um, so there's that. But still good information to have. Yeah. So, of course, 
Halo Infinite isn't just a great big campaign, but it's also an incredible free-to-play multiplayer experience. When it comes to the trappings of multiplayer, what are some of the biggest considerations being taken to ensure everyone can have a good time? We want to ensure fairness and adding PC into the mix opens Pandora's box. We felt like we had to make an anti-cheat solution that doesn't get in the way, doesn't root your machine, all of Valorant, doesn't block your legitimate applications, all of Valorant. We want to make... We want the most unobtrusive thing possible that ensures a safe way for everyone to play together. For crossplay, again, we prioritize fairness without being too restrictive. So we have to draw lines players are comfortable with, input-based restrictions for ranked matches, while maintaining flexibility. You don't have to buy the game on a different platform to play with your friends. Worst case, you switched input devices. We also want to ensure nobody feels like they're at a significant disadvantage because of the way they're playing. Within reason, a 10-year-old PC just isn't going to be as fast as a brand new ultra-high-end PC. If we do our job right, in combination with our True Skill 2 ranking system, everyone should be able to trust that they're getting a fair shake in the crossplay ecosystem. Jeff says, I've got strong opinions about anti-cheat, but I'm not really the person that should be talking about what we've built. I'd like to introduce Michael uh, Van Coopers, our security engineer, to speak to this a bit further. Michael states, thanks, Jeff. We knew from the start that delivering an awesome PC game meant taking ant- by taking cheating seriously and we're committing to doing it in a way that's respectful to the experience of legitimate players. Our anti-cheat philosophy is to make cheating more difficult in ways that don't involve kernel drivers or background services. We've done a lot of work securing the Slipspace engine and developing novel ways to protect and change the game to slow down cheap development. When people do cheat... We're focused on catching them through their behavior and not from data that we've harvested from their machines. Combating cheaters is an ever-evolving arms race, but we're making the tech investments needed today to continue the fight for years to come. And then Tales from the Trenches. I included some of these as well because I thought this was interesting. We've been conducting external flights and playtesting with a very small external group representing a variety of backgrounds. Getting to see folks outside the company experience the game for the first time is a thrill. The feedback we've been getting has been heartened, uh, heartening in many areas and impactful in others. Seeing a turnaround in opinion bases on change is truly gratifying. Rest assured, now that we've gotten our feet wet over the last couple of months, we're progressing towards expanding playtesting opportunities as soon as we can, so keep those Halo Insider profiles updated. It's from San Hanshaw, the live producer. This is from Tashi. When we set out to rebuild the HCS program for Halo Infinite, one of the main things we wanted to accomplish was to lock and announce a full year roadmap ahead of the game's release. Every qualifier, every live event, all dates, cities, and venues out there publicly so that everyone in the ecosystem knew what the plan was. We knew this would be difficult, but I don't think we realized just how difficult it was going to be. Multiple times we've had to pick up our plans and move them around to support the game's new release date, as well as COVID-19, and now what we hope to be a safer world to hold events in with the proliferation of the various vaccines. Just a few weeks ago, on Twitter, we let the community know that the venue for the first event had been secured, and today we're excited to say that the venue for the Halo World Championship is also secured. Now, that doesn't mean that everything in between is all locked up yet, but it's just so exciting to finally see our plans come together after all this time and all the challenges we've been through. Thanks to all the competitors and fans for sticking with it. We can't wait to cheer for the amazing matches alongside all of you. 
Tashi Esports lead. So that's awesome to hear. As we work to finish development and find creative ways to deliver the team's overall vision, beautiful art, and immersive experiences across different supportive platforms, we often need to make trade-offs that allow us to ship the game we envisioned at the cost of incurring a technical debt against our future. These decisions are never made lightly and are typically done in the service of our players and delivering the best experience possible, but these debts must still be paid or they can come due at the worst times. Developing Halo 4 and Halo 5 were challenging in their own rights, and we learned a lot from each of them. Though we had successfully delivered those games, we knew that the tools we had wouldn't be enough to achieve our vision for the future. With Halo Infinite, many of our most fundamental tools received significant overhauls, not only to work out the debt, that, but also avoid and be able to pay down new debt more effectively than before. As the release of Infinite nears, it feels like we're picking up momentum to continue improving, strengthening, expanding the tools through release and beyond. This undertaking and investment in our tools has taken considerable time and effort, and it's still ongoing, but what I'm most proud of is the fact that we're building something for the future. That was Chris Howard, Pipeline Engineer. And then, the Halo Waypoint team has been hard at work on the next generation of Halo's applications and website coming soon. This is a complete rebuild of our tech stack to deliver a richer experience for you and an improved tool set for the studio. Halo Waypoint will now be available as a native iOS and Android app. In addition to the website, replacing the existing Halo channel app. Thank fucking God. Most recently, the team has been focused on Halo Infinite features such as customization and progression and navigating the challenges associated with translating those features to web and pocket-sized devices. Plan to share much more in the future, so I'll leave with this parting wisdom. Prepare your hardware accelerators. That was Kevin K.P. Paul, the Senior Program Manager. And uh, the last bit is basically um, E3's coming up, and you'll see more of it there. And if you didn't think that was going to happen, you're naive as fuck. And, if you th- and I'm going to say this right now, okay? I'm going to put a blanket statement on this because you know, at least I think you know I'm right on this. What is E3? Shareholders. What are they going to show? What makes them money? What makes them money? Selling copies. Not multiplayer. That's what I'm getting at. I don't think they're going to show multiplayer. I think they're going to show another campaign snippet. I hope we get the same campaign snippet. Just looking with the new updates and they can pause it and be like, you know, someone comes in and like, this is upgrade we made here. You know, what I mean? you know those hexagonal fucking things? They're all oh, those are there still. I know, but they look better. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, like, because there was a lot of backlash on the graphics. Uh huh. And maybe Craig maybe, the Brute. Yeah, Craig the Brute, <laughs> born from E3. Um, I don't know. Maybe they play something different, but they can't reveal too much, right? I truly believe it'll be campaign. I don't think they show multiplayer here. They show multiplayer to separate event. I think they have to show something about, I think maybe we get more information on like coatings and okay. weapon skin, something to let, like, they have to show, I think, I would think they they have to show something about how they're going to monetize, right? Because if it's for the shareholders, I don't know. How are they going to monetize that, like? This game just, has a free multiplayer. Oh, I'm but, a shareholder. We're giving away part of our game for free. So here's my problem with that is that 
if you show that, um, so Silas says, I'll agree. It'll be campaign footage. However, I think E3 has changed to be more consumer facing than investor facing now with it being all um, digital too. all digital. Yeah. Yeah. So here's my problem with them. If they show like the coding system and whatnot, right? Yeah. What do now I'm not saying consumers as a whole, because we know that consumers buy shit regardless. Yeah. Myself included. But what do consumers gain? What do gaming consumers love to complain about? Changes? Microtransactions. Oh, well, yeah. They love to complain about microtransactions. So that's why I don't think they're going to show that off at E3. Well, maybe not like show off like in specific, but I'm saying like, yeah, maybe we get a gameplay teaser of multiplayer at the end, but it shows just in it. Yeah. The skins, the coding, the, the coatings are in it to show off like the customization. You want this, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, come get this. Give me the Butterfinger skins, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's more of the, along the lines that I was thinking. Yes. Um, <laughs> rage. This is everything. Everything. Um, Eric says, regardless of what they show, they pump Game Pass to satisfy the shareholders. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You know that's going to be their talking point. But ever since the announcement of Game Pass Ultimate, we've had this many new subscribers. We have had this many hours played of Game Pass titles. Do you know what I want? And we've okay. added Bethesda and EA. And we have these new partnerships with Spotify and <laughs> fucking, yeah, bitch. Disney Plus, bitch. What I want a game to do that I know won't happen because money, but like, Oh, you didn't, you didn't give it the enthusiasm with money. There it is. Um, I forgot about that already. Yeah. But yeah, um, there's no exclusive, like exclusive skins or like part-time skins anymore. Like in Valorant, like if oh, I, sure. I, I got the prime vandal on day one, yeah. right? Like I wanted that not to re-release because like that was a day one item. Oh, sure. Like imagine if that was only available for the first week of the game and then it's gone. You know, there is technically one thing that was absolutely day one. And that is if you bought a day one edition Xbox one, you got a gamer pick and an achievement, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And you cannot get those otherwise if, I, if yeah, I'm that's not, not mistaken. In, that's not in game. Oh, I know. I'm just saying in general. I just, I would like something along those lines to come along. But sure. I know they won't because money. The fact that like <laughs> Prime Vandal was day one in Valorant, when it re releases, everyone's like, oh, that's the cool thing now because it was a day one item. Yeah. I need I, it. Yeah. I want that shit. So, absolutely. It gets them more money, but um, loses the, uh, the appeal. The appeal to me. Mm hmm. It loses the shine a little bit. Uh, Silas says, Josh's no. no clip sweater's looking fresh. Oh. Hey, thanks, man. I, uh, I thought it. you were reading his last comment. I was just, no. <laughs> no, I, I'm getting to it, but no, I appreciate it. Shout out no clip. Uh, shout out to the uh, new uh, Greatest Hits series that they put out, <laughs> with starting with uh, um, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Pretty dope. And they have, a, they have a Dishonored documentary series coming up soon as well, so pretty fucking cool. Um, I mean, even before it went digital, I think it became more consumer facing the general halo population literally just wants to play rockets only on blood gulch for multiplayer. That makes a bad E3 presentation though. Oh my God. Uh, so says get to 152 and halo five and you can get an exclusive coding or something. I don't know. I'm just baiting. I understand. Well, yeah, yeah. 
it is funny because I think that might be the one exclusive. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 If you want it, Will, it's there for the taking. Impossible. Impossible. Beth got it. I have to play so much, but I mean, soft time. No, I don't think I do. Just play Warzone. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Quit every other thing I'm doing in my life and spend no more Val hours a day on Halo just to get no. No more Val with the boys. It's just Warzone. Yeah, twenty four seven. Until oh I God. smash my monitor and quit gaming forever. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, there was something I was thinking about. Oh shit. I was like, you know, I feel like I'm just bad at video games, right? No, I see you popping off in Valorant, dude. No, 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 oh, shit. No. I was trying to put it in perspective with for myself because... We don't have time. Not just that, but I was thinking the other day, I'm like, man, like, I, w- I wish I was better at Halo, better at Call of Duty. Sure. I didn't really play first-person shooters. I, I played Modern Warfare 2 when it came out or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I... I didn't know strategy. I didn't know what I was doing. I was running around with did an AK-74U. Just did anybody know strategy in MW2? But, but so like javelin glitch. I like stopped. Like I played sports games. I know those a little bit. Yeah. But um, when I you know being back like Halo Five was my well Rainbow Six Siege and then Halo Five. Yeah. Were my two int- reintroductions into like first person shooters. Okay. So like my bulk of my like gaming has been over the last. Few years. Few years. Yeah. I think I'm doing pretty well for being like new to competitive FPSs. I think you're doing a great fucking job. Uh, I was like, I, I feel like I should be better. All you guys are better. Duh. And but yeah. I'm slacking. I just blame my kid for everything <laughs> and my old man hands. Yep. No, well, now I'm, I'm, fight, I'm fighting the old man hands yeah, now. That sucks, man. Um, so I was, it was like a black and white armor suit or something. No, nah, I mean, it had like, it cut some color in there. Some I don't know four to eight hours a day for four years. Eric says uh, thirty minutes on Blood Gulch Rockets would be a standing ovation from the non-traditional E three presentation. <laughs> yeah. No, Eric, we need a fucking Mister Caffeine from the Ubisoft press conference. If you remember back in that day, we need him to come back to commentate over a thirty-minute Rockets on Blood Gulch match. That's what we need. That'd be fucking incredible. In the worst way possible. Uh, Rage says, (laughs) I saw it's fine. Rage says, you need a high school level grind. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to the old man hand says silo. Silo's fucking dropping 25, 30 bombs in Valorant matches. Old man hands my ass. Right. That's you too. So fuck you. Barely. Nah. Me going fucking what? Seven and 20. Damn. Well, that was the jet in our last game. Remember? (laughs) LOL, dude. Um, Eric says, I'd call, I'll call my people, make it happen. Please do. <laughs> Please. Holy shit. Mr. Caffeine was a travesty. Um, all right. Back on track. Back on track. That's it for the regular news. Oh, <laughs> just switch the thing over and then have to switch it again. It's time for con. Another game's watch. Got it this time. You did. You did get it this time. So, uh, a lot of big moves here. So, uh, we're just we're gonna focus on the hook situation because duh. Also, we're still the rocker's still not great. So, hook lays it out. Hook said to everyone sending hate to Dallas and my teammates, it was a team decision. The orc has done nothing but work with me. Got nothing but respect for everyone on the team. Just didn't work out, and it's time to move on to a new chapter. And, but maybe not. This is by Snipe Down. He says, not gonna lie, this whole Dallas Empire situation hasn't set well with me. 
My man Hook sacrificed more than almost any player would for this team, was being praised as the best player, and only lost to the winning team. This just feels like the typical find someone to blame team change. Uh, uh, Sticks replied with, read his last tweet. It was a team decision. It won't be long till he's back. Wonder if Envy or Empire will let him go. Snapdown replied, if you know Hook at all, you know he wouldn't just start shit and he's going to keep it civil. I don't buy it. So then it actually happened. So the Empire tweeted out, we have agreed to terms to transfer Hook to a mutually agreed upon team. We are incredibly proud of you and everything you've accomplished, Hook. We wish you the best. TJ Haley from the Thieves tweeted out, I've been benched by the Thieves. Good luck to them. Looking forward to the future. And then the LA Thieves tweeted out, Welcome the multi-FPS champion, uh, Kyler Hook, the new Garland to the Los Angeles Thieves. Well, Hook making moves. Hook making, making money moves. There it is. (laughs) Um, so holy shit. I, it's a big move. Now I just need, uh, now I'm rooting for the thieves to take down Dallas every time they play. Like that's, that's what's going on in my head. Even if they have Shotzi? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, I can dig it. Fuck yeah. it. I'm, I'm right on snipe down that something doesn't feel right there. Well, okay, so in the announcement video for the thieves, Hook said, or Hook hinted that this was a while coming. Like this was in the works for a while. Hmm. So I don't know if he wasn't happy where he was at. Or if he just literally was like, I, you know, we did this. I'm good. I've been with this organization because Empire is really Envy. Yep. And he was with Envy for what? Six years or something like that is what he was talking about? Sure. Or, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. um, Something like that. But either way, so maybe he had enough of it. Maybe they got that. They they got their world championship. And he's like, you know what? I'm, I'm good. I, I'm ready for something new. I like what these guys are doing. I'll work with you if you work with me. Let's get me over there. Like I, it, because it, I think about this as a like uh um like a really a really good and nice football or basketball player, where it's like, hey, I've done a lot for you. Like I'm talking about like a superstar, mm-hmm. right? Hey, I've done a lot for you. I've worked my ass off for you. And I haven't complained at all. Never never once went public with shit. None of that. All I'm asking is that you work with me. I want to go here. Or or I want to go to one of these two places. You work with me and I'll work with you. We get me there. I won't say shit. Yeah. That, that's kind of what this feels like to me. But Hook, like... I mean, the Thieves literally picked up a world champion. That And they they've been doing well in this um in this stage so far mm-hmm. so the ultra holy shit <laughs> crazy but regardless um good pickup by LA yeah it's a really good pickup by LA i want to know if it'll work right away that's the question we'll have to wait and see but well- the thieves needed something to push them over the edge to be mm-hmm. a top tier team. And they, I think they should start building around hook now. I can agree with that, especially because they have what, what they have venom and 
who is the other rookie on that team? I'm an idiot right now. I don't either know. way, either way, uh, they went through a lot of roster changes very quickly mm-hmm. uh, because things were just not working out for them. Then my next question is, does TJ go to Dallas? Or it's, it's, who does Dallas pick up? It was not a trade. It was a no, transfer. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Who does well, Dallas pick up? Luke was already benched. Oh, true. I'm an idiot. Duh. Duh. So they're okay then. Yep. I mean, we'll we'll see. Maybe they're okay. Who the fuck knows? But that's it for Cotton Other Games Watch. Which means it's time for Will's Adventures with the Nailers. And mainly other games too. Will, what'd you play last week? And it's part of this week. Uh, Valorant and F1 2020. Yep. How's um, your season going in F1? Um, I, my first race, I took 16th. Okay. Second race, I took first. Nice. So, you kicked uh, Max for seven Yeah. Um, good. And then third race, I was 10th. Okay. And the fourth race, I was like too impatient. I'm Uh-oh. like, I'm not going to practice. I'm just going to go. <laughs> And <laughs> I take it that did not work out so well. Well, I'm in, I, I think I qualified uh, sixth or seventh. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe 11th. I don't remember. But then sixth, I was, seventh, maybe 11th. You know, somewhere in there, <laughs> mid to top. Sure. And I like tried doing the race and it's completely different when there's other drivers on the track. Oh yeah. From qualifying. <laughs> yeah. And they like, get in your way. <laughs> yeah. So there's this corner. And it seems like I try to stay on the line the best possible. Yeah, as you should. But I keep getting like someone bumping my back end and I go, and I'm like, no, restart the race. And it keeps <laughs> happening. Oh, and no. I, uh, yep. Time for you to get feisty. Yeah, I'm going to start just ramming just people. Into them, yo. There's times where if I get bumped off the track, I will purposely like drive back in and mess people up just to be like, screw you guys. And Good, then restart. fuck you guys. Because it doesn't matter. But yeah. Um, oh my God. Yeah. I've only done a few races. Otherwise I've been just doing quick five lappers to have fun because it's, you know, you don't have to worry about pitting all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say we had one of the best Valorant games the other night. Oh my God. It was incredible. Do you want to, you, I think you tell the story a bit better, but I mean, go for it. Um, was it the three girls one? Right? Yes. So yes. Josh and I were queuing. We could find like this three stack of what I believe to be like, sounds like 12 year olds. We, you know? Yeah. One of them had TTV in their name. Yep. And I immediately made a comment, not in voice chat. Like I was an asshole in, in, in talking to Will. Yeah. And I'm like, oh God, person has TTV in their name. It's going to be fucking disaster and all that shit. I go to the Twitch channel. You did. And the description, there's no video playing. Nope. But the description says just a lame gay streamer. I'm like, all right, like, well, let's see what's up. Yeah. And then these three continued wait, to be... Wait, wait, wasn't it just a lame gay chick playing video games? Was it? I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I don't remember. It was funny, though. It was like it yeah. was just funny. It's like, that's awesome. Okay. Can dig it. So then we start playing, and their comms are just freaking hilarious. We, <laughs> we, were, we didn't... They didn't say anything for a while. Yeah. And then we were consistently hitting A. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This was split, right? We're playing yep. on split. Yeah. Yep. We consistently go A and I just chirp up and I'm like, Hey, 
sh- because you say maybe we should try a B push. So I went and voice chat. I'm like, hey, should we try a B push? One of them just looked at me and just shook their head no with their character. And yeah. I'm like, well, why not? And said, because B's for pussies. And I'm yeah. like, oh, shit. Okay. Oh, my that God. That was hilarious. And then we just. <laughs> like, oh, all right, then. That game was incredible from start to finish. Just incredible. <laughs> Those three women were phenomenal from start to finish. The the laughs never stopped. And it was right at that opening part where bees for pussies. Yeah. They were like, all right, fuck, we're going A. And then she, she one of them was like, uh, bet I'm going to give fucking ace this round. I'm like, all right, shit, you go for it. Yep. And she did not get the ace that round, no. but it was, it was really funny. Uh, no, it was so fucking funny though. It's probably yeah. the most fun. The, the, like I remember the funniest just, game I've ever played. I just remember laughing my ass off and I don't really remember what was said at this point, but it was just great. Oh it was yeah. Greatness. Oh yeah. I, it was the funniest game. I think I've played of Valorant so far and we won. And we like, won. That was the craziest fucking part it, is that we it, won that game. It became like so funny that like, I didn't even notice the score and we were just, we were just winning. It was crazy. We were just winning. It was great. Oh, I, I remember how the comms started. The comms started with her, one of them asking for your skin. Oh, Said, yeah. Oh, cool skin. And I told you to drop it for him. Yeah, and yeah. I did. I did. Because I had the um, the glitch pop the glitch vandal. Pop vandal. Yep. Yeah, that's how the fucking comms started. Oh, my God. It was phenomenal. I, oh. Shout out, shout out to you, ladies. You, just incredible. Holy shit. Oh, my God. It, it, and it was, it wasn't until one or the other started talking that I'm like, Oh, they're three stacking together and we're, we're the two stack. So because their dynamic, you could tell that they were playing. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 you could tell they knew each other from the way they were talking. Yes. It was, it was great. And then, um, I mean, since we're just on the topic of Alan, let's talk about other shit that happened too. So we got silos in Joey was playing with us. We got, uh, we got slim in, and like, what was it before slim came in? Wasn't one of the games where that, that dude who screamed was that the knifing one? No, no. Fuck that game. This was uh this was an ice box. And we the, did it. We played it the, twice. You're right. It was before slim. The came dude in. like literally screamed. Yeah. Yeah. We were going, we're going, uh, Joey was talking about, we're going to go to Applebee's. We're yeah. going to pick them up. We did. Yeah. <laughs> and we said, we said we, uh, we lived in the same state as him, even though we had no idea what state he lived in. I found out what state he lived in. Oh shit. I asked him. Oh, did you? Yeah. In the oh. game. It was, it was, it was Illinois. So. It was Illinois. Yeah. Okay. We're close. Yeah. We're, yeah we we'll go pick by. them up. We can drive by. Yeah. We'll go pick them up. <laughs> we'll go to Applebee's. Uh, no, shout out to that dude as well. That was just really good. Really fun comms yeah. last last night. Just genuinely fun comms. I did get a little heated. Oh, that knife game pissed me off too. <laughs> that was bad. That was genuinely bad. And Silos Silos was trying to keep the cool by like if we wanted to keep fighting, like or we could forfeit it forfeit if we ever wanted yeah, to. Yeah. I just I really wanted to fucking beat them. Especially that douchey Phoenix. <laughs> fucking dropping like thirty five or some shit that game. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh but we did win. We did. We did. We um, did. That's all that matters. Yeah. I played some Halo MCC for the community play date. Yeah. That was a good time. We did some customs, and then we did some matchmaking. Um, Battle with the boys, obviously we talked about that. Yep. I played some Dirt 5, and then I uninstalled Dirt 5. Did you finish it? Nope. You're just done with it? Yep. You know, you know when you, 
I actually, I came to that realization in my almost 30 year old brain where if I'm not having fun with something, why am I doing it? So I, I finished a race and I'm like, I didn't have fun at all. Fuck this. And I uninstalled that shit. And then uh, I started playing near replicant version 1.22474487139 dot, dot, dot. So near replicant is the prequel to near automata near replicant version, blah, blah, blah is a version upgrade to near replicant. It is not a remake. It's a version upgrade. So it's like better visuals. Got it. And all that. And uh, it's really fun so far. And for, and I'll, I'll say this till the day I die for those who have never played near automata, play it. Trust me. It may look like something you would definitely not be interested in. Play the fucking game. Play the fucking game. Are you a fan of twin stick shooters? Play the game. Are you a fan of action RPGs? Play the game. That game does quirky genre bending shit that you just never seen before. That game is incredible. The story's phenomenal. The multiple endings are phenomenal. Play that fucking game, please. That's all I played. Time for some shout outs. Shout out to everyone who joined the community play date. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. Oh, Natana, thanks for the follow. <laughs> Happy belated birthday to Eli Elite, Alumni Trunks, Snipe Down, and Snakebite. <laughs> and happy actual birthday to Onset! I'm sorry. Don't be. That was incredible. <laughs> I'm so happy you did that. Holy shit. That was great. Wow. Look at that. Wowzers. Wow. Community creations. Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Clips of the year. We need an MLG air horn on that shit. Volume two by High Tech Redneck. Check it out. Congratulations, Beth. Can we uh, get some claps? And we have the Average Bros Podcast, Episode 3. Go check it out. This time in video. They did a video show as well. Check out that podcast. It's some familiar faces. Not us, but like Maddie Rums. David Sandman. Photo Man Extraordinaire. And like I said, Maddie Rums, owner of noobcombo.com. Merchless. I didn't need to go there. You did. <laughs> Just get it out of the way. Perfect. Sandman is so flippin' talented. I agree. Yes. So it says, the energy is so good tonight. I love it. Hey, it's HCS Pro Talk late night, you know? That's what we do around here. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm sweating. Are you? No, because I... I'm in t-shirt and, and shorts. shorts. Your pants sweater. Yeah, pants you know? sweater. I'm wearing a pants sweater. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually all one piece. You guys can't see it. Josh is in a onesie. Fucking, I, I bought like an XXXXXXXLLLLLLLLL fucking sweatshirt. It covers my feet. Nope. Footy pajamas. 
He is really the nicest dude, Silas. Uh, shout out to David Sandman. He's incredible. Um, actual. And we already said it before, but I'll say it again. Happy birthday. Today is his birthday to onset. And uh, go listen to our interview with the man if you haven't already. It's an older episode, but it's out there. Check that out. Will, that's all I got for the community creations. Yeah. Would you mind doing me a solid yeah. and plugging the show? You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify as well. Podcast. Join the Discord. Join the community discussion link. is provided in the Google Doc at the show notes of the show. Join our Xbox Club or Spartan Company. Search for HCS Pro Talk on your Xbox. We are on the social medias. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We're here on Twitch live, usually on Sundays, but today it's Wednesday. Late night, bitch. You can check out our website, hsprotalk.com, where you can find a link to our merch. That we actually have. And don't forget about Podcast Evolved. Make sure to check out all... Wait, what I was going to say? Make sure to check out <laughs> halopodcast.com, your home for Halo. Lore, missions, books, blocks, and the top Halo news stories all available on halopodcast.com in their different shows. They also just put out a brand new segment as well, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on a second. Where the fuck is it? I literally just... Oh, my God. Oh, also, I'm going to fucking say it now, too. Uh, community creation slash shout out slash plug. Go check out episode 240 of Podcast Evolved. It's live right now. Oh, it's up there. It is. It is live right now. They're, they're doing um a Road to Infinite series uh-huh. where they break down a component of the game leading up to the release. And... They actually had us on yeah, um, to talk about Halo Infinite's multiplayer and what we want. Uh, and we also went through the history of Halos as well. It was a fun time. So it's out right now. Episode 240. Check it out. And uh, there's some familiar faces on there. And that uh, that is us. Like Those, the, those yeah, are the familiar we're, faces. We're, we're there. We're on there. Um, well, not faces because it's audio. Our familiar voices. There you go. Yeah. 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 It works. Uh, Silas says, and remember, B is for pussies. That was the whispering voice. I'll, I'll get, I'll, yeah, give I'll, us the late. I night. got this. I got this. Let's give are us. We the, doing, are we doing an after show today? No, no, no after show. No, just give, give it to him live. Are you, we'll close it out and I'll, I'll get it in there. Well, I, hold on. I wanted to see it because there was something else. Give me a second for real. There was uh, da, 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 the Evolved Digest. Yes, here it is. I, the Evolved Digest for May 2021. Uh, I'm just going to I'm just gonna read this real quick. Welcome one and all to the first ever Evolved Digest. Starting today and going forward around every month, this will be where you can find out about the latest happenings at Podcast Evolved, what has happened over the last month or further for this first issue, and what we're excited for in the coming month in our shows, on YouTube, on our website, and in the community. So, if you want to know about everything that's happening in the podcast evolved space, check that out. But 
Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 181. Holy shit of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. I want to thank you very much for watching. If you're taking the time out of your day to watch this live, thank you very much for joining us on this late night episode of HCS Pro Talk. If you're listening to the show, we appreciate you as well. Even if you're watching the VOD too, wherever you like to consume it, we greatly appreciate you taking the time to do so. You know, days are busy. Um, We'll be back next week to talk about some more stuff. And by next week, I Wait, are we recording on Mother's Day? That, uh, yeah, we needed to work that out. Okay. May, may or may not be on Sunday. We'll see. But we'll be back next week sometime to talk about more shit that's happening within the Halo scene. So that's going to do it for us. We'll catch you next week. But until then. Okay. Bye-bye. And remember, be used for pussies. 